This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू एन एल हफ्ता आई एम अभिनंदन सेखरी टुडे वी हैव अ गेस्ट जॉइनिंग अस फ्रॉम बेंगलोर बट बिफोर इंट्रोड्यूस द गेस्ट आई वुड जस्ट लाइक टू अर्ज यू टू चेक आउट न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम फॉर दोज ऑफ यू हुआ लिस्टिंग टू अस ऑन स्टिचर और स्पॉटिफाई और साउंड क्लाउड दिस इज नॉट जस्ट अ पॉडकास्ट यू हैव वेबसाइट यू कैन सब्सक्राइब एंड हेल्प अस कवर द इलेक्शन ऑन आर एन एल सेना पेज Go to newslawney.com. Subscribe, support us, because when the public pays, the public is served, and when advertisers pay, advertisers served. Support independent media. Today, in the headlines, we have actually before the headlines, let me just introduce the panel. We have our in-house gang of Raman Kripal, hello, Anand Vardhan, hello, and Manisha Pandey, hello. Joining us from the news minute over the phone line is Ragamalika Karthikyan, Ragamalika. or as we shall call her raga is the deputy editor of the news minute one of the most successful and uh, you know very dynamic news websites they've done some fantastic work she's worked with times now in the past ndtv hindu deccan chronicle she's basically been across the spectrum and she was the program officer for the gender violence research and information task force at prajna a think tank in chennai thank you for joining us raga hi so uh Manisha can you tell us what all happened in the country and we shall discuss some of it during this podcast Yeah the big story for today as we record this podcast is that for the fourth time China has blocked India's bid to designate Jaish-e Mohammed chief Masood Azhar as a global terrorist in the UN Security Council uh, that's come as a big blow uh, Chandrasekhar Azad of the Bhim Army uh, says that he'll be fighting uh, Modi from the Varanasi seat and mm. he met Priyanka Gandhi and he told her so apparently mm. there's the Polachi sexual abuse and extortion case a really shocking case with some links to the governing AIA DMK that Raga I'm sure will uh, tell us about there was a big scoop by Sunetra of NDTV where uh, she said that uh, she reported that uh, the UK has constantly been asking India to help them extradite Nirav Modi but there's been no response from India and they stopped pursuing it after multiple letters and you know but no other uh, media picked up the story yeah it, hmm. it didn't really uh, do much and uh, Nirav Modi was also spotted on London street wearing a ostrich, ostrich leather skin. jacket i yeah. didn't know that ostrich leather exists before this but yeah hmm. and uh, anant kumar hegde who's known for making all sorts of insane uh, comments was again in news for saying that uh, rahul gandhi is a pardesi and his dna needs to be checked and he's born to a muslim and a christian um stuff that you see routinely on whatsapp lok sabha polls uh, the date for the lok lok sabha polls was announced is going to begin on april 11th and the counting will be on may 23rd and it will be held in seven phases uh, after this uh, there was a slight controversy by trinamool when trinamool congress claimed that seven phase polling will occur during ramzan and it will cause inconvenience to muslims a lot of people also said uh, that this is crap like javed akhtar and all said that mm. this is nonsense and this, you can't bring in ramzan into this and uh, the ec has said that all political ads on social media will need prior certification the eci in fact has said that uh, a lot of things that on social media that will be put out by parties will come under the moral code and i, really I wonder how they I, would I, do I that i don't see i think the ec often says stuff that it can't really do i mean i, I honestly seem sometimes they just it make a mockery really tough, of yeah. themselves but you know this whole ramzan thing before i move on i i was at a debate once and uh, it was supposed to start at 7 sharp and as my colleagues at news london know i'm 
samay ka bada pakka i like starting on time so then i you know i bathe accordingly i go down get ready and then they say no we are going to start a little later why because your co-panelist is reading namaz that was mr oac now i sympathize with much of the you know islamophobia that is going around but i do think that if you have six people there were three there were six panelists three for three against who've reached on time at 5 to 7 to start the debate and you decided to come 10 minutes later cuz you're reading namaz i do don't read it that day or don't come for the debate i just find that a little anyway because if someone was to saying i'm going to do aarti you know should say do okay mm, <laughs> anyway, true so anyway uh, what else silly. i mean people go about their work during ramzan everyone yeah, dude, goes to my work my brother in law is a pilot says sometimes what happens is when they're reading namaz and they're like flying you know they'll lay out their mats in the next to the emergency exit with this and so i want to tell them that dude mecca is moving as we are flying so you're going to have to keep moving like a clock like you, there's <laughs> anyway so uh, then a lok sabha election in 2019 and bjp says there should be curbs on fake news i was like okay that's irony just sent a whatsapp message to itself uh, <laughs> the silent period extension is something that they're against what is the silent period manisha basically two days before the polling you can't campaign oh i thought you had to go on monrath Ha <laughs> basically monrath okay. of political party which no one ever follows bjd takes the first step to give 33% lok sabha tickets to women i think navin ji ne jaldi mein announce kar diya pata nahi wo denge ki nahi let's see then uh, the big international news ethiopian plane crash uh, four indians were killed among 157 uh, but what this air crash has led to is the grounding of the entire fleet or what's the model called again that model Boeing. is is 737 and in fact us has banned two models from the same kind of family of models uh, so that in fact spicejet today cancelled 30 odd flights uh, so i i don't know what that's going to be 737 max that's right that's what it's called uh, then two very important media related stories the shillong times editor was held guilty of contempt of court by a judge we shall discuss this at length i think it is deeply worrying hmm. and the second uh, is uh, of course indian express you know put its support firmly behind the shillong times and in assam newspapers are boycotting state government news ads Uh, because of apathy they say news print costs have gone up distribution mm. costs have gone up transport costs have gone up but ad rates have been revised since 2014 i'm like don't take ads sure. because when the public pays <laughs> the public is served and address address served anyway i just think it's just so flawed the news world right now and then jnk draft of return policy for militants 6000 rupees stipend and jobs uh, let's see how that works has been tried before and again kashmir papers also run blank pages in it because they're saying there's a bit to scuttle the media because the government has stopped giving ads to two of the local kashmiri papers and the supreme court rules in favor of mediation ayodhya land dispute case i'd like to discuss did we discuss this last week no no okay so we might discuss she, this she found his way on the panel so let's start off with chennai um suraga so you could just Hi. tell our listeners a a little bit of the details of the case uh, why it is so important and what has caused it to actually get noticed because uh we've heard this complaint several times in the past that some you know horrible stuff happens in tamil nadu or karnataka or kerala but it doesn't find itself in the national news the only time kerala found itself regularly in the national news was the rss versus the communists bloodbath so tell yeah. us about this case of uh, what it has led to and why it's become so big okay So just briefly uh, about the case, um, it came to light uh, in uh, towards the end of February, around the uh, 26th of February. Uh, basically, what had happened was on the 12th of February, this uh, woman, 
who has now filed a complaint. She met up with a couple of her acquaintances because they claimed that they wanted to speak to her about something important. And uh, these men uh, decided to bring in two other men into the car. And uh, they uh, sexually abused her. They uh, disrobed her and uh, took a video of the fact. And uh, when she started screaming, uh, they basically uh, extorted threatened that uh, they will uh, upload this video or they will distribute it through WhatsApp. And unless uh, she stays quiet and uh, gives them sexual favors whenever they ask her for it, and also money and other valuables whenever they ask her for it. So this is uh, an extortion racket very clearly. And uh, she um, was in the car and she started making noise and there were other people on the road. And therefore, they just uh, snatched a gold chain that she was wearing and they dropped her off in the middle of the road. So this uh, happened on the 12th of February. And this girl obviously didn't tell her parents immediately after that. She didn't tell her family immediately after that. She's a 19-year-old girl. And um, These were college mates of hers? These were college mates of hers? They were her neighborhood mates? No, no, they're not college mates. They're acquaintances. So there are four men who are uh, the main accused in this case. Uh, this uh, one guy called uh, Sabari Rajan, uh, alias Rishpant. Uh, and uh, he is the one who, in this larger case of extortion and sexual abuse, usually seems to be the one who is luring the women. And uh, his uh, uh, accomplices are uh, a guy called Tiranavu Karasu, who is a small town financier in Balachi. Um, and the two others called Satish and Vasant Kumar. Satish owns a garment store in uh, Palachi and uh, Vasant Kumar works for uh, Tirnavakarasi. Right. So these four guys uh, seem to be doing this as a racket. And Mughal told her parents about this later. And her brother and his friends apparently tracked down these men. And that's how this came to light. They, they tracked down these men and they trashed them and uh, they snatched their phones and uh, gave the phones. And it's when they found the phones that they realized that the phones had other videos. Of other women that they so this shot, was basically uh, something they were doing as routinely that you know uh, strip a woman take a yes, video we and then don't know how routinely we don't know I mean there are media reports uh, of course saying and uh, social media reports and uh, of course Tamil magazine Nakhiran has said 200 cases or 60 cases or something we have no such confirmation in such numbers so far what so, we know from the lawyer and police sources is that there are at least four or five videos of other women. And uh, they seem to have been doing this for a while. So th- this has become big because it is uh, being trying. AIADMK is trying to hush it up. Is that why it's blown up and backfired? Or uh, see, I don't know if AIADMK is trying to hush it up because uh, the case was filed. There were two cases. One was the case of uh, sexual abuse and uh, robbery of the girl. This uh, uh, was filed on the the FIR was filed on the twenty fourth. And on 25th, another FIR was filed because on 25th morning the girl's brother was. Uh, beaten up uh, allegedly by friends of uh, one of the accused. So he said, oh, if uh, something happens to him, then we won't uh, leave you alive. So that is the second FIR. And in that case, in the second case of assault of the brother, is where the, one of the men against whom an FIR is filed is an AIADMK functionary. His name is Nagaraj. I see. So he's an AIADMK functionary. So just one of the guys uh, involved is an AIADMK functionary. There is no such allegation of pressure from the party as such. Uh, there are allegations from, I mean, Nakiran has said this. Nakiran is a Tamil magazine which uh, published a video, I mean, ethical questions of uh, whether you should be publishing a video of a victim who hasn't come forward at all is another debate altogether. But uh, they have published a video blurred or whatever. And they have claimed that uh, the MLA from Pallachi, uh, Pallachi Jayaraman, who is also the deputy speaker uh, in the Tamil Nadu Assembly, uh, his sons are somehow involved, but there is no proof uh, they put out in the public domain so far about this involvement. 
However, the survivor and her brother have both, basically the survivor has released the audio and the brother has released the video where his uh, uh, face is blurred, uh, where they have both said that Palachi Jairaman has in fact helped them in the case. He has in fact uh, helped file the police complaint and he is in fact uh, been helping them with the police. I see. So, um, Manisha, your view on A, the judge's feedback or the, his observation that mm. why is the Delhi media not taking it up? Yeah, the Madras High Court said uh, that the Delhi-based media is not taken up and it's completely true. Hmm. We haven't seen this anywhere. Compare this to anything that happens in UP or when you had that uh, Muzaffarpur case where you had these girls uh, abused in a home. Orf- yeah, it was yeah, it's an destitute yeah. Yeah, orphanage. Uh, it went, I mean, everyone was discussing it and this has completely been ignored. It's true. In fact, the only thing, even on social media, the only regular updates that I'm seeing are from News Minute. They had an explainer on it and Danya has been writing about it, tweeting about it. But other than that, I haven't seen it anywhere in the Delhi-based media. And it's but, actually quite, I mean, it's, it seems like quite a large-scale sort of an extortion racket because when they busted this guy, they found three other videos of three other women that they were probably blackmailing. So it seems like a well-organized sort of a racket. Yeah, but I'm not convinced that the court should comment like this. I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm conflicted on this. Anand, your views, and we'll come back to uh, Raga on this as well. Okay. Uh, and, and... Uh, well, um, I mean, I agree with the court. Uh, if I may use the term Amit Media, Amit Media has been ignoring everything that happens outside of Delhi and Bombay forever. Mm. I remember very well when last year uh, there was the Jisha case verdict uh, that was coming out of Kerala, uh, which was a case that was very important. A uh, young uh, woman, uh, young Dalit woman was uh, raped and murdered, and uh, the verdict in that case was coming, but uh, Amit Media was more interested in uh, Virushka. Uh, around the same time, uh, there was a, uh, the verdict in the Kausalya and uh, Shankar case. Uh, Shankar uh, and Kausalya were an intercast couple and uh, Shankar was uh, murdered by Kausalya's parents and uh, a district court actually gave uh, death penalty to Kausalya's father and uh, several others in the case. Hmm. And uh, again, uh, Amit Media was busy with Mirishka. Uh, there were several other cases. Uh, farmers were protesting in Tamil Nadu. Suitably uh, violence was happening. So many cases that happened. But, uh, uh, for instance, the Kerala floods last year, when the Kerala floods were happening and we were realizing that, you know, so many people were stuck in the floods and they were not able to come out. But even at that point, uh, the uh, English and the so-called national media was busy with something else. And I think it's it's fine for courts to uh, comment on this when courts do find time to comment on uh, several other um, possibly unimportant things like uh, uh, why do extramarital affairs happen? Yeah, exactly. Or or even how how peacocks conceive my point is that I don't think there's any doubt that there is a certain Delhi bias on reporting stuff. And there are very variety of reasons that we've discussed that often hafta. Like, for example, in Banaras, you know, some of those, that tradition of, of those homes that house widows. I've been to Banaras. It's it's out there. I've never seen a major story on it. And it it's a scandal. I mean, it's been happening for centuries and it's still happening, you know, in the, in the late 2000s. So uh, the two things that I thought was one is that the viewership 
and the readership of south or tamil or malayalam uh, newspapers and like right now in the last grp sun tv has the highest ratings in the country more than sony more than z so i don't even know why they care because in sheer numbers they have a higher viewership so that is one thing i find and this is a problem not just related to chennai or kerala i mean it is in fact more true for the northeast and we've discussed that several times that you know how that has been ignored is probably more than any other part of the country uh, and parts of up so of course that is true but i think if judges start commenting on everything then it just kind of dilutes the impact of when they say something that is truly about justice uh, rather than a social observation so sorry uh, raga we'll just come to you let me just get anand and ramanand then we come back to raga then uh, manisha yeah okay um, the nature of the case uh, somehow reminds me of in early 90s there was an um, azmer sex scandal hmm. and uh, in which uh, there was no angle of monetary extortion but uh, school girls from a particular school were targeted by a group and uh, they were daughters of eminent people in the city and uh, some well placed officials also and it was a major scandal and some congress leaders were involved and now azmed is not very far from delhi hmm. even that uh, but early 90s was not this uh, it didn't have the kind of media uh, we have media, now but it slowly snowballed into a major story it uh, found its way into national newspapers and uh, i think uh, why it did so not because of course there is public interest involved but uh, hushing up things uh, may favor some but uh, uh, revealing it may f- favor others so and also because uh, there was political involvement yes. that may have snowballed uh, so ultimately these uh, stories find a way to come out I means uh, uh, because uh, i think uh, there is also interest in revealing these things hmm. these these details uh, if they are so scandalous uh, may favor people who are opposed to the certain uh, if uh, some perpetrators have political influence they uh, yeah, i think this political intervention it always finds you know mm-hmm. it it explodes much more but i don't know there must be thousands such stories that haven't found their way out i oh, yeah. i don't i'm Absolutely. not as optimistic that they find their way raman sir come in and then hmm. i think uh, there is no media ignorance by design hmm. because i see all the elements you know in this story of That's being page one because working for a daily newspapers for so many years and uh, we like we have a chennai correspondent the national uh, you know feed when it comes so it is for the editor i don't know how they missed it mm. because i think this story uh, and and if there is a political element also to it so i think uh, it will come on the national media also raga was it on page 1 in the hindu uh, i'm not sure Okay. I don't think. Okay, sorry. Before we come, Manisha, just can... one um, comment on the Madras High Court's uh, statements, where mm. I don't like the fact that they compared it to the Nirbhaya case. I think mm. they said that this is as bad as the Delhi. Firstly, nothing. Every case need not be compared with that case for it to get mm, our attention. Yeah. Each case is different, and I think that's a needless comment to make. That, that you know, it's as bad as that. So you must talk about it in the way you talked about Nirbhaya. It's and not besides, I mean, a, it's not and be it need not yeah, be exactly one don't want to do competitive yeah. barbarity but uh, yeah. it is definitely not as bad as their bhaya case yeah, so yeah, yeah i just think yeah sorry now go ahead raga um two things firstly i think uh, while yeah it is true that uh, 
Kerala media, Tamil media, the Tamil and Malayalam media, and Kannada media, and Telugu media might be covering these cases. Uh, it is important for uh, the so-called national media to cover it as well, mainly because that's what uh, your policymakers at the center are watching and reading. And uh, therefore, if they are going to make a, a law about uh, sexual violence, it says uh, stalking on the first instance is a bailable offense. And uh, they don't uh, take into consideration cases like this, cases where uh, stalkers who are uh, maybe first-time offenders uh, or maybe caught for the first time are still going on to murder people or going on to extort people, going on to do worse crimes, uh, they should be, it should be made a non-available offense. And these are larger issues that the national media should pick up. Mm. That is one thing. Uh, second thing uh, was about uh, the Pallachi case itself. Um, in terms of comparing it to Nirbhaya, not comparing it to Nirbhaya, I mean, I don't think everything should be compared to Nirbhaya as well. But at the same time, I suppose this is a, a term of a reference uh, for people, and uh, to say one crime is worse than the other crime or not as bad as another crime is problematic. This is a crime that is sort of uh, feeding on, uh, feeding into rape culture and feeding on the insecurity and fear of women and the shame that they experience because they have their uh, videos out there and because of which not another, like other than this one person who has come forward, one survivor who has come forward, we know that there are at least three or four others and none of them are willing to come forward. According to local sources in Pollachi, they know who these women are and uh, there are people hounding these women and these women don't want to come forward because it is a question of whether they're going to be accepted by their families, whether they're going to be accepted by the community for the rest of their lives. Mm. So right. this is a serious issue which goes beyond one instance and we need to see it in the entirety of the issue. Okay, now uh, before we let you go, Raga, tell us, you guys must be preparing to cover the election. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. one metric that always surprises me each time I think about it is when Jalalita died and mm-hmm. her seat uh, RK Nagar, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it the BJP candidate got like 1200 votes there. Like that's as much as one building in Delhi. So, mm-hmm. how, what, what does, uh, I, I don't know if you like crystal ball gazing or you're one of like me who never takes any commitment of how it's going to turn out. But do you have an idea of how it may turn out in Tamil Nadu, the election, the general election? I have absolutely no clue. We are following the alliances and uh, we'll see how the elections go. I see. Anyway, thanks so much. You guys are doing great work. I think uh, one of the most exciting and, and uh, dynamic news outfits out there. And more power to you. Yeah, I hope you guys can raise more such issues. And great reporting Thank on this. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Okay, now we have a bunch of other stuff to discuss. We'll discuss all the media-related issues. And then maybe we'll just touch upon uh, the general election as well. Anything else that, that you think is worthy of it I'll just read out two mails we got a lot of mails this time so guys and some of them are really long so I definitely can't read all of them and also in their entirety but I'll do the niche or basic so Sheikh Ahmad says hi news laundry subscriber for almost three and a half years enjoy your work and podcasts appreciate the news reports from ground and find podcasts in the form of reporters or orders hope to see more this election season he asks why is charcha restricted to less than one hour uh, it should be at least 75 minutes okay I agree maybe the people in charcha are Men of few words, as opposed to us who don't stop talking. Then uh, he says, last episode, I didn't get Madhuji's point on the New Yorker's ground report. Was the report so good it showed India in bad state? But isn't it true an Indian journalism, mostly TV, should have continued reporting and didn't do the balancing game which made the cow lynching common occurrence unacceptable? Uh, well, I Madhu's not here, she's traveling, but... I mean, I I guess, I, I agree with you, Sheikh. I think um, the way they were treated here, actually, I, I don't even have a complaint with the media. I think it is how the ruling party spokespersons 
took these lynchings up is the problematic bit. I I don't think the media really didn't cover them. I, I just panel do you have something sir? What is your thing? I think he's strong but let Madhu was saying that the New Yorker made such a big deal of it as if it's happening every day you're walking around. So Sheikh says that that's because the Indian media didn't quite make a big deal of it. Well, there was a usual divide. You had like the liberal quote and quote media that really took it up seriously and reported on it and there was the Times Now Republic sort of uh, reporting also that said that oh, you know, lynchings are not specific to hmm. BJP coming to power or specific to cows or that it happens everywhere or it's a common occurrence. So, I mean, hmm. it's got nothing it doesn't have a specific BJP or a communal angle to it. And this uh, lynching thingy, I think it's not just NYT. I mean, all yeah, other front media. Washington Post also wrote about this. Covered it, yes. Mm. Anand? I think uh, there is, uh, I have written on it and um, uh, talked about it. The lynchings uh, may not always be communal. They may be driven by economic factors. Hmm. A lot of things goes into it. How I think uh, it's very fluid. It, what you see is a hate crime. It's hmm. very not uh, very specific. Also, Too many grays, basically. Uh, and also um, the selectivity bit is there. The violence perpetrated by smugglers on the other side has not been covered well. Hmm. So th- th- there is a lot of gray area. You know, that. I think a lot of words have been written on this. I really don't think there is much more to this. And I've said this several times. I Even if I was to agree that on everything else, it is not unique to this government coming to power. What is unique is sitting ministers and spokespersons defending it. And I think that is why it becomes a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So I think that makes it a big deal. So I, I wouldn't even get into the data or the numbers or selectivity. It is just that when a sitting minister or these Giriraj Kishore types or these Sambit Patra types With sit the and... Union minister garlanding convicts. Yeah, right? garlanding. When that happens, that is what makes it unique. And it's that simple. You don't have to write 800 words on it. I mean, 20 words is enough to explain why it is unique this time and it deserves more attention. Hmm. And uh, justice is not seen, uh, you know, happening in these particular cases. Hmm. So that is also one of the reasons. I guess. Then as election season already, some Muslim candidates are making news headlines regarding the voting date in Ramzan. It is a non-issue for Muslims as worldly life doesn't stop during Ramzan month. And these politicians only make these statements to be a safe escape if they lose. So, MPL board members on Times Now is doing much disservice as these people never utter word of important issues such as lynching, but we are tool for news channel TRPs. Uh, he says even the official AIMPL Twitter hasn't commented on the election dates. Then there will be many such ridiculous issues this election season. Please be watchful of dark media and critics of who's cheating. And then he goes on to say, mentioning the article by Abhinandan on Rwanda, here is a better analysis done in 2014. Hope this makes it to the portal done by Brimbios, uh, whose article on A. Ranga debuted and published on News Laundry. Okay, I'll check it out. Thanks for the link. And he suggested some NPR new episodes. Thanks, Sheikh. Appreciate it. And Binoy has also, Binoy Lewis has also written mail. Uh, he says, Dear NL team, greeting from a long-time subscriber. He's been a big fan of the podcasts. It started by Hafta and Reporters Without Borders and awful and awesome followed. He's writing for two reasons, to appreciate the great done by all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Binoy. Appreciate it. But he says that landing page sucks. It's too <laughs> cluttered. There need not be images on every story. Uh, it needs to be a lot more clean. There needs to be white space. He thinks the Kaveri Chronicles white space are very well used. Mm. He says Anand Vardhan is someone who's critical and the non-partisan message in Hafta. He should be included regularly. Well, I'd like to, but he vanished from Delhi. And I called him, where are you? He says, fuck off. Don't ask. So I said, okay, sorry. I'd never use F word. 
Okay, just go to hell. <laughs> but the sentiment was the same. But the sentiment was the same. <laughs> I didn't use the word. <laughs> so no, we try to get him as often as possible. But uh, he's uh, on the lecture circuit, and he teaches a lot of people. And he loved the episode of Hartosh and Anand. It was the Clash of the Titans. Oh, I am s- not Titan. <laughs> I am an average person. He's an average person. He's not a Titan. So he's an average Titan. <laughs> and on a side note, Manu Joseph must thank you. I only heard of him after his appearance on Hafta. You know, a lot of people have told really? me that. I'm shocked they haven't heard of Manu you know, Joseph. You know, because uh, it's true Outlook that... Outlook was a very... Si- sorry, Open was a very small magazine. I think with media, people used to read Open. Yeah, Open, of course, magazines. It, it was nowhere close to how big the Helga was, say, like how big Tarun Tejpal and all. And then he left the scene also. Now then he disappeared from the news sort of uh, world. Yes, and then he was writing... known in literary world. Then yeah, so he started writing novels and also he completely... Anyway, I'm very surprised because, I mean, anyway. But... Uh, you know, you have gone on to give me two paragraphs on why our landing page sucks. I agree with you. And we shall, uh, in fact, and I won't give the same thing that will take four or five months. At least the landing page we will fix uh, in the next two, three weeks. That I can guarantee you. Moving on. Uh, Manisha, you want to pick something or can I just pick the no, two go ahead. media pick, issues? That so, okay. So, I'll just give you guys a bit of a background. So, in Assam, uh, and I'm quoting this from Scroll. Newspapers are boycotting the state government news and ads for three days to protest apathy. Uh, they say that newsprint costs has, have gone up. The newspaper society held a meeting in uh, in Guwahati and they said that price of newsprint, newsprint material transportation increased. The government has failed to revise the rates since 2014. And uh, during a meeting with the society in February last year, Chief Minister Sarbanand Sonawal had assured them that the payment process would be centralized. Now, um, I don't want to go into the rest. I have two or three things to say, then Raman, say you come in. One is this whole model of, and I agree there was no other model earlier, but now there are other models. And unless the news fraternity tries to make it, like for example, the diamond campaign that a diamond is forever, it was never done by a company because Dabiers controlled 80% of the diamond trade. So if you bought a diamond, chances were you were going to buy a Dabiers diamond. So they weren't publishing, uh, they weren't pushing their brand. They were pushing buy diamonds. I think the entire news fraternity has to jointly do a campaign that unless the public pays, the public won't be served. Rather than begging chief ministers and central ministers and anyone who's worked with the government, their fucking payments don't even come on time. I fucking did one film long ago in small screen for the for a government agency. interest comes. Pretty fast. That's it does? Uh, three months. Chalo, but anyway, I just find this whole thing of... I mean, I think if, unless people pay... I, what's the point of this shit? Uh, no, at the, center, at the center, uh, the Modi government has increased the rates. So there was an announcement but by... Just print, yeah, huh? There was an INB ministry announcement, but maybe it's just an announcement and they haven't didn't implement no, but it. But the state government may be different, center may be different. Because no? when the center gives... Or is it the same rates? Because why is only Guwahati is protesting? Why is the, the rest of the media? Ah, I think it's maybe they're the protesting same. for the state government. Yeah, yeah. but and the, same but the thing, central DAVP has had announced twenty five percent hike. The Jammu and Kashmir hike. press now in Jammu and Kashmir, I find it even more ironic. JNK, let's face it. I mean, I may be you know called out for this by people who are overwoke and overcompensate. The general narrative in Kashmir, I'm not getting to whether it's right, wrong, justified, not just is anti-India. I don't think anyone can say read Kashmiri papers and say you know these are very balanced. They're as loony as Arnab is. Mm. Many of them. Mm. No, I wouldn't say as loony as Arnab. Okay, close. Some of them. Some, some of, of them, them are. Okay, some, some of, them, of are. them And you want advertising from the government? Like, what the fuck? You know, it's so stupid. I mean, I don't even understand what people are really arguing about here. And how does it matter? You're going to get ad only if you support the government. 
imports and imports uh, at different uh, qualities at different prices now you see some newspapers have brighter uh, like say i think ht or express have brighter white uh, whiter things yeah. no and even if it's not glossy paper the color is whiter times of india buys very cheap newspaper yeah. so uh, you're so, right it's much whiter uh, so uh, that is also the local papers generally uh, buy cheap ones and even if that is quite expensive it's not a very sustainable model for them i and not central government central government uh, generally deals with big players and big play, uh, media houses can do but state governments control lot of things through government ads and the small papers are mm. uh, i there was acquisition in i think when mr karju was pci chairman he went to patna and there were lot of acquisition that nitish kumar was punishing the critical newspapers yeah. by denying them ads yes. um, i had written about that also in news laundry so uh, it, it happens in all states uh, and uh, the small papers uh, are uh, at the receiving end more yeah I mean, even big news newspapers. You'll see that a Telegraph will keep going against Modi. Will keep doing those spunky people find them spunky. I don't headlines, but mm. they'll never say anything about Mamta. Mm. You'll never see them take a job. Mamta is feeding there. Yeah, State and, ads and, and they, yes. because before the Mamta won, there was a big tussle where a weak Sarkar kind of took on Mamta, and when she came ah. to power, she did punish them by stopping ads and also state governments. It is actually they do control quite a lot of media narrative by with advertisements, but for. For me, I genuinely think that an English newspaper. I just don't see why there's so much. I'm firmly of the belief that English language newspapers should just not focus on print. You should just think of your website and digital stuff. And of late, you know, I, I don't, hmm. I don't think anyone's reading newspapers. No, uh-huh. English often, language, yes. regional, yes. Yes. Regional, definitely, it's still growing. But English language, I don't. I mean, yeah. the industry is on the decline and the private ads have stopped coming in. Hmm. So all these newspapers are heavily dependent on. Uh, in fact i remember when we launched dna here mm. so the, there was a six month or uh, or an year uh, you know time when we can't get davp so so you also uh, you know uh, end up you know giving higher uh, number of circulations uh, just to get good rates Because DAVP also, I mean, the you rates, fudge, they fudge uh, numbers. Of course, they fudge numbers. All the time. And so. ads, and there's also the conclave economy, right? Like all big media houses have big conclaves which run their even businesses. small ones have like Media Rumble, <laughs> which the, is going to be on the second and third of August. It's a fantastic conference. It 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 is open for general public also, as opposed to the India Today and the but HD. But the, there's a big conflict uh, as opposed to news laundry, where none of these, none of your advertisers are. I mean. A regular advertiser. Yeah. They just come for that. Conference. Yeah, it's not like they're funding. It's not like your year. panelists 
also give you ads unlike where a modi headlines an event for economic times and a modi government gives ads correct yes so you can't piss him off if you want him headlining your event hmm. so, they didn't come to for et conclave nah, last year because yeah, of that yeah. this year. we carried a piece yeah. on that and and i got a call from i remember the organization that was the primary sponsor they said please can you remove our logo from your artwork <laughs> oh yeah yes bank yeah, yeah. humne so no bank kar diya tha humne yes bank ka no bank kar diya tha so they said you are messing with our logo please to maine kaha can i do the same thing if the logo is accurate they said yes maine kaha acha theek hai but anyway, i think although uh, full disclosure in the fa- conference where our title sponsors facebook we did have the worldwide head of facebook coming and speaking to anant goyanka but yeah that was more you know anant and her in talks because uh, in a conversation because facebook was the leading fake news kind of pipeline so and i think uh, and the purposely none of us madhu ami interviewed her because he said let it be someone who's not from news laundry there won't be that holding your punches you see anand goyanka can ask what the hell he wants and he's not some small fry that so but that does happen sorry but also i mean conflict of interest is not any more relevant to stopping narratives or stories even if government state government punishes mm. it does not mean that from a state say, the negative stories don't come now mm. because the uh, media space has widened so much that it is anachronistic to say that uh, the state government will uh, suppress certain stories yes what it uses it for is image building image building it can succeed in to certain extent but uh, it's not 80s or 90s where uh, by, just by controlling three four newspapers you will control narratives it you is, know i but sorry. you can control reach so even if it may come out from somewhere you definitely do clamp on the reach like there's definitely a difference when a big newspaper or a big channel picks up an issue versus a smaller website or a smaller channel so i do think reach gets affected the, the telegraph i mean it's 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 a, it's a state newspaper mm. and his headlines are traveling all over yeah but i you know i i'm actually conflicted on this i'm on the fence sorry anand why to finish no, your point no. first uh, i'm a bit conflicted because i have in the past in fact last week only i argued that we i think overestimate the power of media in uh, determining voting patterns i had said oh yeah i mean it's true but at the same time i think it does kind of form issue mahol like for example if media were to determine and see in fact if you take delhi per capita television reach in delhi would be more than the country put you know every anywhere else in the country in fact we four or five times higher than rural up tamil nadu karnataka and the media that time was hammer and tongs going after amadmi party and they won already 67 mm. seats so by that example you can say sala iska to kuch farak hi nahi pada yaar ulta hi ho gaya but at the same time i think it does but that is if an issue is already you know gone viral like for example let's come to sunetra story sunetra story of choudhury of nd did a report that spoke about how nirav modi's extradition the uk authorities have been trying to get indian authority to respond with paperwork we are sitting on our ass and not wanting him back but yeah. what was ed has uh, denied it completely ed has denied it in a very roundabout way no no it they was they haven't really... mentioned the story i've read the ed denial no. they haven't mentioned the specific story no 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 they have mentioned the, they see if i tell you i think the if you see ed cbi uh, all these organizations they rarely issue a denial hmm. okay because they want to want this whatever narrative that the media uh, you know weaves they just go with it unless there is something major factual contradiction hmm. and it is hurting their interest hmm. so in this particular case 
Snitra Chaudhary's report is very clearly saying that in March, hmm. March the UK, uh, you know, sounded uh, authorities. Hmm. They sounded uh, the Indian uh, authorities, the ED, and they never got back to sought uh, extradition. Hmm. Now they ha- ED has a document, uh, you know, sending it. Uh, they are ask. They they sent one, uh, you know, uh, that red corner notice for the RCN. They sent it in June. Hmm. to UK UK said first you tell us whether he is in UK or not hmm. now how would you deny that that's uh, something that ED has given in June hmm. and she is saying her story is saying see I'm not saying that her story is wrong hmm. what I am trying to say that such stories are very difficult to we get all kind of information so there is no way no, you no, can but her story does say that after UK confirmed that he's in London, they said, we want this, this, this paperwork out of you. So they didn't respond to the paperwork, but there was an initial was thing March. of them saying that we want... No, no, see the date. Dates, you see, that is the... Yeah, problem. I mean, I, I don't think it'll be surprised, but the point I was making was now a story like this. It's a big story. Nirav Modi is a political issue. In fact, uh, sorry, Rahul Gandhi is interaction in Chennai tha na, with the school girls or haan, college girls, haan, hmm. college girls well, yeah. he, you know he brought up Nirav Modi again and again it's a poli- like G whether he said Masood Azhar G and all becomes every channel takes it up everyone takes it. something like this and like uh, Raman sir you only said hmm. it's not a black and white story EDA bol raha hai wo bol raha hai unne bola tha humne bola tha le jao usko tum bol rahe humne chahiye but it is big enough for it to you know be taken up across media but it hasn't NDTV did one report and that's the end of the story Whereas its importance is way more than other stories. So I don't know if it affects voting patterns, but it definitely affects information that yeah, may... Yeah, help. of course. And more informed citizenry. I think uh, uh, its effect depends on which section of voters we are talking hmm. about. And there is one uh, very committed to vote in someone's favor. There is one which is very hell-bent against it. And, but the floating voters... The floating vote in this kind of not not a particular story, but the kind of effect created by a series of such stories may affect the floating voters, float who are not very decided about where they stand in their voting preferences. So that may uh, come. And now coming to this particular, yes. See uh, again. There are people who would uh, go by NDTV story. There are people who would go by enforcement director's version mm. and directorate version, uh, also depending on the, the kind of uh, political inclination they have. But the chinks in the story uh, may be also the chinks in the source that she had. Because this this is not a story of a lot of hard work. It is a, an access story. Completely a source-based story. A source-based story. If the source was wrong, she may, will get wrong. Hmm. That was it. Right. No, I, I only talk in terms of facts. Hmm. Nothing else. Simple facts. So you're like Rahul Jeev Shankar. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Hard no. facts. In this, hard, you only no. talk hard facts. So in the hard part, facts coming at you. In this particular story, when the story is saying that in March the extradition was sought, hmm. and uh, I mean the UK informed the Indian authorities, but uh, they said the f- they touched base in June. The mm. Indian authorities touched their base in June. They asked for the RCN against him. And the UK had sent them a letter. Ki, please let us know if he's there in the UK. How, yeah, but how I do, do think he's too connected. I mean, I'm not saying whether well, the story is... 
he's a relative of the ambanis every wealthy man no, in no, india is connected, connected by marriage but how can to the ambanis he's connected by marriage to the ambanis he's not going to prison it's like anil ambani kuch bhi court bol le ye kar le wo kar le anil ambani will not go to prison as long as kokila ben is alive no, no. even if mukesh wants him to go kokila ben is not going to let him go so i think that is you don't need a story to tell us that no matter how much we want the, want him behind the bar but we need to understand when we write a story we need we should be able to stand by it mm-hmm. that's it this one point i want to make on media's i think the fundamental problem today is that we have started viewing media as an entity that should influence voters whether mm-hmm. you should vote for modi or not but that's not our job and mm-hmm. it's not recent it's been happening but our job is simply to help people make him like just inform people mm. i don't think we should look at ourselves as we're going to make you vote for modi or we'll make you vote against him or we'll expose this person so that you bring this government down or bring this government up that's just a and a very sad sort of a thing that seeped in and this is a time when such reports will find their way into the newspapers or into into the media yeah i mean i i'd even just go little forward to what manisha said i think the primary job of the media is to scrutinize and investigate the rule and dispensation more than others i'm not saying you don't everyone else gets a carte blanche but the this other than the new thing of you know media thinking that we will make you vote one way or the other the media a new thing of saying that the opposition is the one who has to be scrutinized and not the government is in my view shocking because the whole purpose of media is why it's called the fourth pillar of democracy is not because you're going after the opposition because you're asking questions to the that what bhupen chobe said in that stupid show of his mm-hmm. it's so dumb yeah these guys have been journalists for 20 25 years and i've seen them change i've known these guys and how can you uh, i have yeah. seen them change in the last 5 years many journalists who and i know many of them are genuinely nuts and many of them are doing this just to survive in the profession because at this stage they can't do anything else and if they don't toe the line they're fucked you know how many people they journalists yeah. always suffer yeah. so it's we i just want to talk about the judge who has issued contempt notice in shillong briefly to patricia mukim of shillong times so you can tell us a little about that but before that a couple of emails siddharth torani writes hi guys i've been a listener and reader for three more than three years one question the generalist journalist of today faces competition from anyone who blogs on a similar topic the generalist journalist of today faces competition from anyone who blogs on a similar topic setting the factualness of the blogger debate aside is the education of a journalism student in need of an update or are the underlying themes eternal as in literature does it make sense to specialize or diversify interests and therefore risk the panel's view on the education journalists of the future need should knowledge of how one influences one's viewers be part of it for better conveying the information siddharth well sir you tell me what do you think is there any need for education revamp of what the journalists learn the generalist versus the specialization is there need for a specialization no spy uh I studied journalism I mean a kind of diploma that we did hmm. did not teach me anything uh excepting the fact that uh I could understand the hierarchy uh, earlier I didn't know what is the difference between editor and sub editor hmm. but uh, after doing this course that's boy aapko aur kuch nahi sikha the only thing which salam kisko thokna hai which is that salam kisko thokna hai yes once you come into the organization I think it's the uh, on job training uh, which really specializes you you do different kind of beats you like like for in my example i i begin uh, you know doing all kind of civic reports the i did mcd i did dda all kind of report at delhi government and then i i i got into this cbi the paramilitary for the home ministry and then uh, gradually uh, people saw that 
thing in me that I can I'm good for investigations. So then I start I I was initiated into investigations. So I think this uh, on job training uh, is something which really teaches you well. There can't be an uh, there can't be classroom. Uh, hmm. आप आप तो the generalists of generalists the kings of generalists को आप पढ़ाते हैं IAS वालों को. What is your view on this? So um, I am just uh, I am not a journalist, so I am speaking as a news consumer, so um, and a sufferer. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, uh, what has happened uh, in last two decades with the coming of internet and this all, and, and, uh, and there is a, a generation of journalists which uh, Richard Foreman had warned as pancake generation. Uh, so a pancake generation in the sense that uh, they are, their information uh, the task of providing information is spread over a long range of things they know bits and pieces of things but lack depth on any particular point so it's like a pancake uh, <coughs> thin, thin but yeah, long but, but long yeah so that is a major problem ignorance uh, you, you know means uh, with all their pedantry analysis you know that the, the information base that they have is very thin so th- that is a kind of turn off you don't want to read those paper people um, you just know that uh, they are graduates who can write uh, present um, you know, good english hmm. that is that is the only qualification they need to be a journalist so that kind there is a type of that kind of journalist i am not saying all but there is a type of that uh one civil services is a different game of course of course means uh, i am not eulogizing them but uh, mm. of course they, they have more depth on a lot of things and of course uh, there are parts where they are as shallow but uh, on any day they would have better information than in a journalist no, I, mm. i think i mean there's no comparison i think you were you must be joking about Hello? civil servants and civil yeah, servants no i'm saying journalists like uh, for example the whole same criticism i i'm not saying that they see one is civil uh, services are they, they, I mean, they have rattled for two years they've like dedicated it's like an iit student uh-huh. you know he's rattled engineering or whatever the fuck you need to learn to get in there for like a year and a half so of course that person knows a lot but i don't necessarily think that makes the but one of the criticism in constitution we've done is one day you're like joint secretary agriculture second day you're like science yeah, and technology like, like what the fuck like what do you Hi, know about that that is a problem animal husbandry se leke aap space you program mein aap kar matlab so i think that is that, what that, i mean that by was that. my thing that with experience you know that uh, people were saying that uh, the rbi governor is a graduate in history but my point was that he is not an rbi governor hmm. uh, he is not rbi governor because he is a history graduate but because he cracked civil services civil examination exam. 30 years back exactly. not because of his history, history, history. degree your view on what journalism can i read a paragraph from a story that i had done on pancake people no <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> okay i just realized that i had done a story for dna so i'll just actually i'll just elaborate yeah. on what no, please read the paragraph is. now yeah. you have to richard foreman i'm actually i'm quoting uh, what mm. american playwright wrote about pancake people and i think all of us will re- mm. will see ourselves in that so he says i see within us all myself included the replacement of complex inner density with a new kind of self evolving under the pressure of information overload and the technology of the instantly available a new self that needs to contain less and less of an inner repertory of dense cultural inheritance 
as we all become pancake people spread wide and thin as we connect with the vast network of information accessed by the mere touch of a button so that's basically what wikipedia does to you just skim mm. through everything without right. really but i think uh, in journalism of course beats is where you really get your training and that's where you start learning but because of newsroom shrinking and it all boils down to again the economy of journalism mm. today journalists have 3 to 4 beats often so how much can you expect them to really gain a specialization mm. they'll give be given ports also and uh, some other two three other ministries and on a day they'd have to file three routine stories one exclusive story so that that scope for specialization goes away but traditionally that's where we were supposed so, to be specializing so just you know one thing this whole pancake people a similar argument was made by neil postman in amusing ourselves to death that television will dumb down the entire society and we'll just skim through stuff i disagree with that thesis and i think history has proved neil postman wrong earlier if a thousand people knew about an issue today a million know about it at a very shallow level mm. but at that time out of those thousand hundred people have a deep understanding of it today 10000 people have a deep understanding of it as a percentage it may be the same but in sheer numbers it's a lot more so i disagree with that secondly i personally am not of the view that uh, journalism requires any training uh, especially for journalism school like i whenever any asked me i'm going to journalism school i was like i don't know what the fuck that is i don't know what you learn there if you see there are various stories to be told if you're a good storyteller you will make a good journalist if you are keyed on research and and data you can make a good journalist there are many things but at the end of the day you have to have a curiosity and you have to be resourceful for example if someone like you know me gets a story which has a certain i i get access to a a balance sheet which is a very which has happened as raman sir knows now i can read a basic balance sheet but this really went into details of you know suspense accounts going into suspense account then you take it to a ca i should know that i can go to a ca then i should know on this ip issue i can go to this lawyer there are experts around you you don't have to be a potato farmer to make potato chips as long as you can get access to the potatoes you can get access to the oil and you can get access to the guy who's going to fry them you'll take the a producer is not an actor or a film uh, or a music director or a cinematographer the producer has the ability to get all these people and make a story out of it But so that is what so i think two big assets are i wish more uh, lawyers became journalists because i think increasingly you need a certain legal understanding on many stories but i don't think you have to be a smart person you don't have to be a specialist that's my view yeah. but i just disagree with two things one is that lawyers wanting to should become journalists i think the problem and this is true like today when you see most defense experts writing story on rafal or even pulwama on balakot and they're unreadable you can't read them because they're writing for their peers they're writing for some journals or you know people who who already know defense stuff i think the job of a journalist is to make things simplify simplify things and make it accessible for regular people yeah, to course. read yeah. so and that is a craft and le- you have to learn that craft on the job i mean i had a great editor who taught me a little bit of editing which has still stayed with me so we can't even negate the fact that journalism is a craft and it doesn't require any sort of training or any sort of no it does absolutely you have to you have, have to learn something you don't have to be a subject specialist you have to be a resourceful smart intelligent person that's it i think you have to you be you can be that also but still be a bad journalist i think there's still some thing to the craft of it which has to be learned and usually if editors if you have a good editor you're lucky to learn Ramansa, that ramansa you were saying otherwise no, no. <laughs> i was saying that uh, i have seen good journalists turning bad if they join the wrong group hmm. <laughs> so hmm. so uh, 
lot more depend these days you know on the group that you join in work for so i won't spend too much time on this but in shillong times the editor was held guilty of contempt of court by the judge you want to tell us something about this and then we'll quickly comment on this and move on yeah so patricia mukhim uh, the editor of shillong times and her publisher were uh, penalized to they have to pay rupees 2 lakh of fine within a week or they'll be jailed for 6 months and the paper will be banned this is because they did a piece so this judge before retiring came up with a bunch of things uh, came up with a judgment that said that there should be a bunch of facilities given to retired judges like uh, medical facilities for spouse and children and the order also stressed for providing protocol guest houses domestic help mobile internet charge at the rate of 10000 and mobile for rupees 80000 for judges so he gave <laughs> all these lovely and he happened to also be retiring so they wrote a piece when judges judge for themselves and the judge took great umbrage to it and said that this is contempt and how dare you write But about it but this judge hadn't retired yet no hadn't So But just was before, about to. So just before retiring, not only did he give that judgment, he also said, "Acha, if you talk about it, I'll put you in jail." It's a perfect story. And I, yeah, I think that's just shocking. I think <laughs> that's one part which really needs to be. And then again, he, you know, know, made them to sit uh, sit in the corner. And what do you know about uh, you know that same expert non expert thing? What do you know about uh, you know legal stuff to write this piece? And yeah, it's pretty. but courts are terrible there's we still have that thing called scandalizing the court which exists in india which mm. you can get hauled up for just shocking the court basically mm. uh, you saying something anand no, uh, it, it, there is also an angle of see in lower courts uh, they are um, they have this that they will never go up to high court or supreme court but they have lot of importance so ego massage thing you you know in di- district towns what happens that uh, no one knows a lower court judge except the district judge mm. so when a police case comes up uh, a, a judge is very happy that he will and the su- superintendent of police will come and salute him an ips officer will salute him because he stands nowhere mm. uh, in front of uh, an ips officer in the district no one didn't know the judge but uh, this ego massage thing that uh, i have the w- what is in india called nuisance value i have this n- uh, yeah. power to create nuisance mm. so passport uh, office yeah. is the perfect place yes so uh, <laughs> so i have this uh, this a small joy of uh, creating nuisance and uh, he didn't let that opportunity go so that is uh, Okay. I've also felt this just to digress in every office also like the people in charge of giving tea have this big nuisance value thing also I've always suffered because of that people in charge of giving tea Yeah like pantry people or whatever they'll always like hold your like no wait for 15 20 minutes mm. I'll give you tea but after half an hour <laughs> Like that okay <laughs> Subtle complaint. <laughs> Subtle complaint. Okay. No, I've never But faced it. But in every because you're the boss, can you're I, the can CEO. I, can I be like? Can I be like Tavleen? I've never faced it. I've also said MJF this also. MJF never attacked me. Then so. I've also often used your name to get tea. Shala, mera naam mera. I'm sitting with Abhinandan. Me ko chai le aana ek. So, Rohit Bhatt says, "Hi, Hafta team. I'm a paid subscriber." Rather, you're a paying subscriber. I hope we haven't paid you to subscribe. Please do not spread misinformation, Rohit. And also trying to make more people aware about the existence of news laundry. Not successful yet, but I'll keep trying. Thank you, Rohit. Appreciate your being an ambassador, trying to get more people to subscribe to us. Loved nuisance this week. One of the best, and also Abhinandan's impression of GD Bakshi is spot on. Thank you, Rohit. You'd be surprised the amount of hate posts Swara got because I copied GD Bakshi. I want to <laughs> actually talk about this after this. I'm more aware that I w- I was. A year back, partly due to news laundry, and also started reading, came across 1984 and Animal Farm, and it's amazing how well it reflects the current Orwellian state of the world, including our own country. I can easily identify Squalor, the bleating sheep, 
the ink sock and their motto with every line I read. It's actually sad. This is an observation. The other day I was looking for Dhruv Rathi videos on YouTube and found his interview with Ravish Kumar, but the teaser that you uploaded via News Laundry didn't show up for many pages. I observed this with a couple of videos too of News Laundry. Maybe you'll need more tags. Hmm. Yeah, we need more tags. You're right. Our tagging is way beyond, uh, way below pa. But uh, thanks, Rohit. Thanks for your support. Thanks for trying to get people to subscribe to us. Guys, be like Rohit. If you can't subscribe, although I wish you would, I understand if finances are tight, but try to subscribe. Uh, it's not that expensive because unless you pay for news, news will die. You need to understand that it will actually die. Now, coming to the impression of, of G.D. Bakshi, several people like Swarab Haskar shared that video. Video mera, impression G.D. Bakshi ka. Swarab ne retweet kya kiya? बीजेपी and the vile nature of abuse that came swara's way and because i was tagged you realize yeah i've been trolled but the way women are trolled men aren't and i think it's a combination of two things one men are a little afraid because they expect a backlash that's we've been conditioned to expect a backlash and uh, secondly uh, our fucking country needs to get laid yeah they're just frustrated fucks man they just fucking they're so full of angst and anger and and then they explicitly they will bloody start saying main ye kar dunga wo kar dunga कमाल है अभी एक बंदे ने ट्वीट किया कि डू यू नो द कार्डिनल दिस हैज बीन अरेस्टेड फॉर दिस थिंग डू यू थिंक्स हाउ मेनी वर्जन विल ही गेट इफ ही गोज टू हैवन आई सर मुझे ये नहीं पता वो वर्जन है कि नहीं लेकिन तू पक्का वर्जन है और इसीलिए तू इतना सड़ा हुआ रहता है तेरी पूरी जो भड़ास है ना तू अपने हिंदुत्व के फॉर्म में बोलता कि मैं हिंदू हिंदू ऐसे लोग मुझे इतनी घृणा आई आई वॉज शॉक्ट एट द ब्लडी काइंड ऑफ बट कमिंग टू द पॉइंट कि जी डी बख्शी वॉज ऑन एयर लास्ट नाइट इंडियन लूज इज टेम्पल वन वंस So nuisance impact. Day before yesterday, day first, he yeah. was very very calm and he was very like. Then Andre? people accuse me of getting angry and losing my temper. I don't want to do it. I'm here for a decent debate. So he was really. Let's see how long it lasts. I mean, I'm not sure. It's true that it's also very difficult to keep your calm. <laughs> Any sane person there, <laughs> and it is true when Jiri Bakshi in India today is way calmer. He's not so. Hmm. So Bakshi Arnab, comes on. I don't. He comes uh, everywhere. I uh, mean, during Bala Court, so there were there, he was like every day. Aaj tak ABP News, Times Now, Republic. He's an expert everywhere. So uh, yeah, let's just discuss <laughs> the election and uh, Anant Hegde's speech. Once the election has started, all sorts of bizarre. It's it's going to reach a different level. Yesterday there was all this. Th- now people, this is the level of. Discourse. Now this is what's problematic. Sambit Patra was accusing Rahul, and he tweeted this thing of Rahul saying "G to whatever." Who did he say "G to"? Masood Azhar. Masood Azhar ji. Then Congress started floating this video of on a debate. Even Sambit Patra had spoke called I don't know Sama ji or who he had called G. Now G is coming. Lags jata hai. Now these G ke videos ek dusre ke share kar rahe hain. Matlab ye level hai hamari. And Smriti Rani, man, she's the one who started. She yeah. tweeted that little video saying that look. Come on, yeah, you're a minister. Let like, okay, let a Sambit Patra do it for you, even if you. Nah, I you find know. Smriti Rani I mean, the just... lowest of low, both intellectual capacity, her utterances, and just her entire demonstration as a political being. I think she is one of the lowest we've ever encountered. And why she appears? That is because she's highest profile. Anyway, um, so the elections are have been announced. Um, seven phases. Um, lots of election-related headlines 
were all over the place. The one I want to talk about specifically is Chandrasekhar saying he'll fight Modi from Banaras. Chandrasekhar is this Dalit leader who Mayawati doesn't like because she feels that he'll take away the <laughs> Dalit narrative from her. She keeps snubbing him. He's like, oh, I'm bua, I'm bua. So, because she has more Bendy to lose, he has more to gain, right? Yeah, yeah. She's the big daddy right now and he's this you know, small fry. So, um, any... Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think? Is he going to go or you think he'll make a dent? Very difficult to say. I mean, mm. last time I think uh, who I Kejriwal had contested, but yeah. he made a he made a, yeah he got a very very impressive show. Vote, he yeah. got around three lakh. No, I think just lakh. under three. He lost, but three. he lost. He he huh. but he got Terribly. about two lakh something no, but votes. But he didn't lose. His why, why, what I'm saying, he lost by three lakh yeah. something. Huh. But he yeah he got about yeah uh, two lakhs. I mean people thought that zamana zapto zaki, but there were enough votes no, that came. It's his very way. difficult to say. I mean, you look have to you have to look at the caste equations over there. So he is presenting himself as Dalit. So, and then say if Priyanka is backing him, so I don't know which are the other cast who are going to... I mean, I think I think a very interesting battle would be, but I don't think we're going to get that. If there is a consensus candidate against Modi, I think that would be a very interesting no, battle. If, if, if what do you mean a consensus candidate? SP, BSP, Congress, everyone says, yes. okay, we will just put one candidate against Modi. That would be a very interesting battle. Matlab, you'll get the numbers... Unstoppable. 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 Yes. Also, uh, Banaras reflects now as a PM's constituency. To give credit to um, where it's due, he has done work. He he has done work in Banaras. Hmm. Means, uh, not he, but Prime Minister's office had seen that Prime Minister's constituency is looked after. The guards are a lot cleaner, I know that. Really? I would really want to go and see. Look, but look, I mean, when I'm saying cleaner, it doesn't mean that you expect like the River Volga there. It is also, cleaner than what it used to be. Also, a lot of trains and this to Varanasi. Means, uh, you see, there are Prime Minister's constituencies which are not looked after. Hmm. Uh, they are, or Amity. even Chief Minister's constituencies. But uh, his office, PMO, has... Uh, made it a point that it looks like a PM's constitution. I Banaras is the ghat and there is about I think a dozen or dozen and a half villages you know half an hour drive 40 minute drive around Banaras they come under the same Lok Sabha constituency. The ghat is completely Modi you're right he's unbeatable there but you'd be surprised at how much they dislike him in the rural belt that surrounds Banaras away from the ghat. So and that is not like 10-15% of the vote. That is a significant percent of the vote. And so that's why I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion a one a two-way battle would be. But I'm very against these politicians paradropping in a constituency where they've never worked and then contest elections. Like, Kejriwal went there, fought, and then you just forget ah. the thing. And mm. what about the people who voted for you? Yeah, They're not going to even be taken care of even as you've lost it. So I'm very against this just dropping in a place. He could have fought it from Saharanpur, yeah. from his own yeah. place. Why, also, why people uh, like the fact that Mr. Modi contested from Varanasi and Vadodara and he chose Varanasi. Hmm. Ret- Instead of Gujarat. Retain. So that also 
has a value that so i um, wouldn't vote for someone who just drops in from somewhere and anyway, meanwhile the election commission says all political ads on social media will need prior certification okay very good election commission we'd like to see how you monitor what's happening on whatsapp i mean <laughs> i don't know you know i think it's a bit like the us congressional hearings when they were interviewing zuckerberg some of those guys were fossils so let alone internet i think when they were young even television was not invented their questions to zuckerberg were making us laugh i think many of our election commission people their understanding of technology is so primitive that they don't even understand what they are saying what we can control absolutely. and what we can't i think they absolutely. just talk through their ass absolutely because today so today on my way to the office on the radio i was listening to all kind of ads of swachh bharat or um, uh, i mean uh, that housing. is the one thing of how the surrogate ads i'm saying even whatsapp how can you control what how do you how are you going to say who who's made that ad अब मैं अपने लैपटॉप पे 4K कैमरा सैमसंग S9 जो भी होता है वो बाय द वे दे हैव स्पॉन्सर्ड दिस शो आई एम जस्ट सेइंग बिकॉज कार्तिक एस टोल मीट हैज़ द बेस्ट कैमरा उससे शूट करके आप 40,000 के लैपटॉप में इनपुट करो एडिट करो पेल दो आप तो कौन बोलेगा किसने बनाया पर जो विजिबल है उसको तो रोको पहले ऐसा कोई बाउंडेशन नहीं है सो इफ यू इफ यू वॉन्ट टू करेक्ट दैम सो यू फील वेरी हेजिटेंट दैट आ गए हो बहुत अंग्रेजी अंग्रेजी छोड़े तो बट एंड देजिटिमेट वर्ड सो आई है नो आइडिया ऑल्सो यू गैस टॉकिंग बट आउट रो that you guys mm. uses mm. as an opposite to intro yeah like that's it's not a word it i just made it up <laughs> i thought it's a word and it's i was i've just been going saying outro out to it and then i realized okay these guys have just taken intro and made Me outro out yeah. <laughs> so jay jab bolta intro aise kar main the intro aise kar outro aise karo it's not a word of course this prepone is also not a word no, but the, but like the fun is this whole thing now you are a little hesitant to correct someone's pronunciation of word this happened to me Long years ago, when I used to work at Newstrack, आज तक तो वे सिटिंग एंड डिस्कसिंग अ फिल्म तो दिस गर्ल सेड लेकिन अर्थ बहुत अच्छी थी तो मैंने कहा हाँ बहुत अच्छी थी सो उसमें आमिर खान का बहुत अच्छा काम था तो मैंने कहा अर्थ में तो आमिर खान है ही नहीं वैसे कुलभूषण खरबंदा है और एंड शी इज़ वेरी यू नो शी प्रॉब्लम हैड सीन अर्थ आई सेट शी सज क्या बात कर रही हो अभी तो आमिर खान है आई सर आमिर खान तो पैदा भी नहीं हुआ था जो अर्थ बनी थी पैदा Now, oh, after Earth. a long time of discussing the cinema, she was talking about Earth. Tipa Mehta's Earth. I was talking about Earth. Mahesh Bharat. Mahesh Bharat's Earth. So Earth, Earth. Ch- so then finally, when it dawned on me, I said, Oh! Then I couldn't say, Oh, Earth. That's a big English word. I said, Oh, that one Earth. <laughs> so you sometimes can't correct someone because it just seems like a snobbish thing to do, or you know, this is, let me like my outro. People say it's not a word. Fuck off! I'll use it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so in the famous case of who will get that land, the Supreme Court has said there'll be a three-member panel. F. Mr. K. Kalifullah, who's a retired justice, a, a, a judge. Shri Shri Ravi Shankar, who's practicing judge, <laughs> and Shri Ram Panchu, who's a senior advocate. Yeah, and he's also uh, one of the pioneering uh, conflict resolution guys, and he's written a book on conflict resolution. It's actually quite good. I read up only about the. Well, even uh, Shishi has positioned himself as a great conflict resolver. 
he said he is the reason that uh, in colombia the the guys LTT. not the moist the ltt colombia not colombo oh sorry south ltt maine kaha wo yani ka liberal is our waka pahunch gaye he's the reason that yomuna got polluted मेडिएशन रूट कैन ऑल्सो वर्क ओनली इफ देर इज बैक चैनल मेडिएशन ऑफ ऑन अ लार्जर स्केल बिकॉज थ्री मेम्बर मेडिएशन ग्रुप वुड रिजॉल्व दिस दिस इशू आई एम नॉट वेरी ऑप्टिमिस्टिक अबाउट इट बट ऑल्सो डिपेंड्स ऑन वट्स द पोस्ट मे टू थाउजेंड सीन uh if uh, there is a lot of political will and backing of a government which can take uh, stakeholders on hold then this may work and given uh, a kind of of uh, an impression of uh, uh, an amicable solution but uh, what i foresee is that it will go back to the court mm-hmm. i am not very optimistic about this route it's a time buying tactic maybe see yeah even i agree i think it's a time bank tactic and purposely they have picked someone like shri shri ravi shankar who sanjay pogalia wrote a piece in the quint that he has first hand witnessed this man's bigotry uh, when he was a very young reporter he's related a case where they a bunch of senior reporters and he met him and this one said are quran mein to aise likha hai wo there is no uh, there is no moderate muslim much like some friends of ours who have said the same thing there is no such thing you know so i think they've purposely picked a man like him that no matter what resolution even if shishi was to come with a very good resolution they will always be doubt on this and then they'll have to go back to court so i think it is a very in my view very unbecoming i want to use the word i'm not using it my lord cowardly but if i was someone who did not respect the court which i'm not i respect them and i would never use that word but if i was like that shillong times person i'd use that word so i've just have i covered myself like am i yeah. i covered really don't know we we'll <laughs> <continue after>. find <laughs> out manisha you have no view on this mandir no. kahi banayenge ha <laughs> कहा बनाएंगे आप तो आप तो पांडे जी हैं आपके पूर्वज तो घंटी बजाते होंगे वहां पर चोटी पहन के और हम जैसे लोगों से का खून चूसते के अपने जने में सोना जाते हैं Take DNA sample of Priyanka not Rahul says Anand Kumar Hegde, one of the vilest ministers we have ever encountered. Yeah, and oh God. no one ever removes him. His claim is that, and he says he says Rahul Gandhi prove you are Hindu because you are Christian and Muslim and whatever else. And I think his suggestion here is that Rahul is not Rajiv's son. This man is a union minister, and again, like I said, that I'm sure there have been cases where people have co- abused others in the past. like i'm i'm sure some genius would say well they have been abuses in our culture all the time what is new someone who is sitting mp minister saying this and not getting reprimanded is and that is where i think atal ji was different in atal ji's time i don't think anyone had the nuts to say something like this he was he seemed like a very mild man but mm-hmm. he, you cross the line he'd kick your ass the best is to give a royal ignore to such people let's see sir but what fascinates me really is how like this lie of you know 
of Rahul Gandhi being Muslim or uh, having like this uh, non-Hindu ancestry, how like deeply it seeped to mm. everyone, not just, I mean, people actually believe it. We had like Suchitra Krishnamurti who tweeted that Nehru's original name was Gezuddin. You don't know this? She's you know Suchitra Krishnamurti is not okay upstairs. No, I mean, no, but you can, you can make fun of her, but a lot of people do believe this genuinely that Nehru was Muslim and that he changed his name. Some people believe that. Some people believe that Feroz Gandhi was Muslim and then they changed his whatever. So it's really seeped into people. A lot of regular people do believe this. I think it's uh, more attributable to not Nehru, but uh, Feroz Gandhi Parsi having a Feroz. Yeah, because Feroz, Feroz, Feroz throws them which, off. Which, which sounds like a Muslim name. Mm. And uh, that way they feel that they are authenticated in their <laughs> misconceptions. <laughs> So uh, that is one thing. I think we will see a lot of this, not from only BJP, but many other parties. Mm. It, it, the slugfest has started. Yeah, and, my God, um, the next two months. And the uh, uh, thing is that uh, these are lowest uh, hanging fruits and uh, people will attack it. Mr. Gandhi also started this parallel by flaunting his gotra and this. Mm. And this uh, whole thing will come. Uh, I think in, in 98, there was a huge kind of uh, uproar when Sonia Gandhi made this. For that time, it was a big thing. She said, Vajpayee ji ne jhoot bola hai. Now, to accuse Prime Minister of just lying was seen as something that, how can you do yeah, that? Yeah, it was ah, such a... Kaise so bol such such a and now, that is just a common. <laughs> okay. I, I think the... It's a new normal. Ha, so, the drawing room Indian has been liberated on political rally stage. And he, the politicians are speaking the same language, which, right. which normal conversations are about this, this. Okay, I'm just going to close with the international that plane crash. I'm, I'm sure we have nothing to say, but I think there's one more thing I wanted to add. But yeah, but I just have that. a couple of yeah. emails. Uh, this one is from Ayush. Follow up from his last email about caravans. Hi team, I heard on El Haftar that my mail was factually incorrect. Please let me know where has the author mentioned the caste breakup in the country. I'd be happy to be proven wrong. The pattern is overwhelmingly similar across India. Is it by this line that you mean that they have mentioned the caste breakup in India because the context in which it is used clearly doesn't denote so? Also, the podcast uploaded on you did not speak of the CRP of having reservations. Hear it for yourself from 1 hour 4 minutes to 1 hour 16 minutes. I'd be happy to concede and accept that I made a mistake, but do point it out. If not, kindly accept I was factually right on the next podcast. Also, Abhinandan, I 100% agree with you that the caste-wise bifurcation must be explored and it is important. I'd encourage you to do so, so we can have some good data review. My beef with the piece is that it was clearly motivated, biased, didn't put the whole data set. And worst of all, News Laundry, uh, which was started with an intent to report on the news house, did not mention these points and stuck with only the bad sample size view. I take back each and every word. If you can point out the factual inaccuracies, request you to please point it out. So, um, thanks, uh, Ayush. I'm uh, on the factual inaccuracies. I I'm not sure if I'm confusing the two mails, but if your mail was about, there was a mail. I think that was yours where you said that the panel endorsed that piece. In fact, the panel. In fact, had... I was very critical of that piece. Yeah. So, I think what we had said that was what I was saying was factually inaccurate, not what the piece says. That we said that it is okay to do. And the criticism wasn't only limited to sample size. I think Manisha's criticism was about how can you call up people who've just lost someone by what is your caste. Secondly... And also saying that Hindutva Vadis, uh, I mean, it's all uh, Brahmins are driving the war mongering. And also, uh, my, this thing was that 
it's not just the crpf that fights wars even the army does so that is what i was referring to not what you said about the peace it is what the mail said about our responses which was factually inaccurate secondly okay um i concede that possibly the bit that you heard we didn't talk about crpf having reservations i haven't heard it but sometimes what happens is we are discussing before and after the hafta and i remember we talking about crpf has reservations that's why there'll be this and the army doesn't so they won't but yeah uh, if you didn't find out the podcast it probably wasn't there it was part of the banter before so yeah i i'm with you on that yeah i completely i take back my words if i suggested that that's part of the hafta uh, yeah uh, anand you say yeah i think uh, the piece was nonsensical uh, mm. beca- uh, because uh, of two things first is that uh, it's like a train accident and 40 people die and it uh, i am not saying that was an accident but uh, casualty of uh, say a terrorist act so having a cast census of it and drawing conclusions i think is a second is that you don't uh, if you have been to remote parts of india being uh, being even a crpf soldier it's such a valued thing for uh, even upper caste people we, mm. they, they they would they would reject uh, say a very good job in a private sector and rather be a crpf soldier because of the job security the facilities which come with it i am in some of my cousins are in crpf mm. and they, and they tried for 4 5 years to get in mm. now to say that uh, no no only poor and from lower caste are recruited and made uh, the sitting ducks it is a very i think it's very removed from the the kind of recruitment scene that you see in crpf means mm. any government job is valued for all people in india please remember that uh, there are two more emails which i won't read out because they don't want it to be read out himaja you know has said let me read that but other than that there is one email that talks about madhus khuda hafiz and and the one uh, this mail will be shown to the team you can be sure of that and your you know the point that she's making is that there was enough she says that you guys get a lot of criticism that you do too much modi bashing her criticism is that we don't do enough modi bashing she says if i were to compare what is the general narrative now in in discussions to how manmohan singh used to be trashed in 20 uh, you know 12 11 it's not even close and you're right absolutely that's true i do so yeah that. i think um I th- but I think there's an expectation that you can't criticize Modi. I mean, that, I've, that's a new thing that I've never seen before against any politician. Like, you know, I've been Congress for Modi for a very long time. There was never an expectation you cannot criticize the Congress. This this is a new expectation I've I've found. And that criticizing him is doing a disservice to the country. That you're yeah. you're somehow against uh, the well-being of the country. Mm. But he is uh, the nation. The, the just this, the Modi, general like Mo- if you criticize the- someone, whether it is news anchors, whether it is spokespersons, like. I used to be opposite Sanjay Jha so often, and he'd call me all sorts of names. But he never said that you can't criticize Manmohan Singh. I mean that you are, you know, a traitor for criticizing Manmohan Singh. We've Breaking had some very, we've had some very ugly exchanges back when I used to appear on RTI or on Jan Lokpal. But now you, you say something, the anchor says you can't criticize Modi. Uh-huh. He's like untouchable. You're you're Pakistani. But. i think uh, the, the whole narrative is pro or an anti modi means uh, uh, there are various media portals which uh, which have 24 hour job of doing that yeah, uh, but in either pro modi one of the mainstream portals uh, either, either pro or anti 
either pro or anti yeah th- pro that is a separate issue i'm talking about the expectation that you can't criticize modi because then you are anti national is something i haven't experienced before as a news professional also in my life also the impression like neither hd devgaura neither ik gujral i was a uh, reporter during this time maybe because we, we are seeing a- this personality cult after neither atal bihari vajpayee neither manmohan singh i had never felt ki bhai if you are criticizing him you are doing a disservice to the nation ye to pehli baar dekh raha hu and it's driven mostly by news anchors i yeah, think they're the ones, by news anchors. Who, They're the ones who even before bjp spokesperson say this that, the news anchors say that hmm. sorry i think uh, post indira gandhi this uh, proliferation of personality cult hmm. this has almost uh, taken three decades and uh, and uh, this three decades of integrate this in intermission uh, yes that that was not the thing but yes personality driven politics has this problem this hmm. okay himaja says melwapu that dear nl team i have a long time subscribe news on and heard nl hafta 212 today glad you discussed and expressed disgust at the online abuse faced by barkhadat Rana Ayub is another journalist who constantly faces abuse and is subject to extreme level of harassment. I do not She remember Hafta covering and condemning it at the time. Is the reason why Barkha's case is discussed, but not Rana's? Keep up the good work. Uh, Himaja, thank you for writing, taking the time. I remember this case, and I remember we did a interview with uh, Rana on her book. I did an interview with her twice, uh, but. this particular case i don't recall if we've discussed does anyone remember have we discussed this particular case no we didn't discuss it i think this happened uh, late i mean um, i think it happened quite a while ah. ago this rana but she's also like the recipient of abuse so often that mm. it's also become yeah i, I know we i've discussed this with her again i'm getting confused how i discussed it when the camera was rolling or when it was not rolling but i discussed i remember sitting here in the set and discussing this with her uh, madhu was interviewing her yes madhu was interviewing her sorry i was just talking to her after the interview before But yeah, I don't know. I mean, in case we didn't, uh, it was probably just the newsworthiness of what we had at the time. I, I don't know why. So uh, yeah. So now, what do you want to talk about? I think one thing we can discuss before we wind up is the NYT's headline that came out this week, which uh, got it a lot of flak, rightfully, I think. So yeah. So they ran a very silly piece. I think the piece was also very stupid. Uh, the headline said in India's election state an explosion interrupts Modi's slump explosion being the attack on the CRPF men hmm. later on they changed the headline to say that instead of explosion they changed it to bombing hmm. a bombing i mean as much as i like reading nyt and we always forward it as great examples of good writing and all that but some of their coverage of south asia is just shocking how can you call an attack on you know paramilitary force where 44 people have died an explosion it's like a gas cylinder phat gaya <laughs> hmm. it's really and i don't know where it comes from i mean do they have correspondents here who are not giving them the correct picture or what because i remember writing about this also after 2611 they ran this headline saying india faces reckoning as terror toll eclipses 170 that's awful usage no one says reckoning after a terror attack hmm. you're literally saying we deserved it right and It's just I'd like to know from our subscribers who are in America who read the NYT and what they feel because I also remember reading uh, when I was in Paris and I picked up the NYT at an oh airport. Oh my gosh! <laughs> mm. I read so India. The only news about India was a rape case, obviously. No. China was making front page for trade and all. When I read India, there was this rape case that had happened in Chennai of this little girl who was raped by the security guards in a building. It was very horrific. Mm. It was a horrific case, sure. But then that piece went into from there to like how India cups rule and how cups give these diktats and how like it's a terrible country. It is a terrible country for women. I agree, but just some of their broad brushes is just really irks me. And this case was 
So I, and it's really I bad editing. I, I mean, how, how can you call it an explosion? How? It was an a suicide attack. I mean, I can tell you what I think of the coverage of this Pulwama case. I I won't talk about generally how they look at India, but and I I'm been intrigued. America has been at the receiving end of Pakistan's shit for a long time. Now, I understand it is their only cushion to Afghanistan, and if they want to make sure that they have a footprint there and Russia doesn't take over, then die. But Madeleine Albright had described Pakistan as an international migraine. Obama had said when asked what keeps you up at night, he had said Pakistan. I don't think the establishment there is blind to Pakistan's looniness. That it's a fucking failed state with nuclear weapons, where the Taliban about two years ago had reached 100 kilometers from Islamabad. You remember when they were marching towards what was it, the ISIS or is Taliban? It was oh. Taliban. Islamabad. Yeah, when they had taken over la- large tracts of Taliban, tha na wo. So and yet the Mullah Umar, Mullah Umar, yeah. Yet the international, the the American media's uh, take on Pulwama was, I thought, very unfair to India. And I've always wondered why that is. I mean, they surely know the the ah, truth yeah. about Pakistan. They can't still think that. Pata nahi wo terrorist pyada karta hai ki nahi karte. Matlab, I think that is the foregone conclusion. Pata nahi why it is. And Shaw criticized Modi. Shaw he used these attacks and he did politicize them. But the fact is, they were terror attacks. I mean, at least be honest with that. And then whatever you want to talk about, you know, how the government of the day has used it or whatever. I think one Wamsi Juleri has done an analysis of NYT headlines since uh, since Purmama attacks, and I think he has in the this. Hoot. He used to write for the Hoot. No, I think I okay. he has uh, wrote on Medium. Okay. He has wrote a post on Medium. He has analyzed it. Uh, also, uh, this is a, a problem with a lot of American publications. And uh, I wonder what kind of company they keep in Delhi. I wonder who they meet in Delhi and who oh, and who are their journalist friends who uh, feed them these things or yeah. they spin it like that. And it it, it it has been a long problem. But I do think, yeah, maybe it's a problem of... Because in such a piece, I think the India correspondents need to explain to them the grab because it's true that maybe sitting there they don't really know the very that's know, what nuanced they positions. can't unless yeah. they don't even know what their own yeah. you know president and their what she was secretary of state right Madeleine Albright I mean unless they don't even know what she's saying then mm. they're really dumb but the India correspondents should make a point of sort of at least explaining this to the global community anyway on that note we'll wind up let's get our uh, recommendations ready while I have a wonderful song from Gully Boy that I have just been playing on loop it's just got me hooked Azadi yeah Ab ja ke. Haan, yeah. You're such a late Bola bloomer. Chai. I'm such a late bloomer. Azari, though, I made you listen before it, yeah. Gully Boy picked it but up. I'm now... Meko, meri aakh is... Aakh? Uh, you're sounding like... You're going to open your eyes like, like the... the, 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 the <laughs> Chudel in some... I had to understand that this gem So, uh, recommendations, please. Raman, sir, why don't you start? This is a story of a Delhiite who had some civic problems in his area and he found a novel way of, uh, you know, handling it. He came up with the posters where he's thanking Modi. He, he said that I voted for you and he's thanking him for giving him a silt and... Uh, ah, dengue or malaria. Dengue or malaria. We've done that story. We've it will get published in Patriot hmm. and then News Laundry is also going to publish it. I see. So that's, yeah, fun. Uh, that's an interesting way to look a, forward to that. That's a very novel way because within half an hour, people came and they, you know, tried to rectify his uh, problems. Manisha? 
So uh, one is Ayush's piece in News Laundry on the source of the 200 to 300 terrorists killed story that everyone ran. So he's traced it. I think it's a very interesting read. Um, after trashing New York Times, I would like to suggest a piece from the New York Times magazine, the epic hunt for a lost World War II aircraft carrier. And um, we didn't discuss this, but uh, an Iranian human rights lawyer has been jailed for 38 years for wow. protesting hijab. And uh, there's a piece in the New York Times that you can read about her. I see. And 148 lashes. Horrible. So, yeah. Anand. Uh, okay. Um, just for, uh, I think it would interest more uh, people who are in um, reading history of ideas and uh, students and for listeners. There has uh, of late been, uh, particularly in India and world also, a lot of debate about the new nationalism and this. So the leading international relations publication, Foreign Affairs, has come up with a special issue, new nationalism. And uh, it has a lot of, uh, I think, six, seven excellent essays by leading historians, contemporary historians. And they have explored uh, that uh, why the idea of nationalism thrives. So that's one. Second is uh, there is uh, uh, people who don't, uh, cannot read it in Hindi. Uh, the English translation of Sekharik uh, Jeevni, it is one of... Uh, uh, the leading novels uh, in last 60, 70 years written in India by what's in a gay, it has come. Uh, so it's a good thing for people who can't read uh, Hindi. It's an English translation. Penguin has published it. Sekharik uh, Jeevni, I am saying it because it coincides with his uh, birthday last week. Yes. Thank you. Uh, my recommendations for the week, I had two recommendations, but I've added a three of third one after reading the paper this morning in a season where we're going to be marketed with products that are as lame as the same old ones but pretend they are new I'm talking about elections here I thought a very good one was I watched this on NPR video there's no such thing as a fancy vodka and those of you who you know drink vodka and drink Grey Goose uh, actually Grey Goose is no better than any other vodka but it's just one of the most successful marketing campaigns because vodka as per vodka law in the US cannot have any smell taste or odor so it has to be, and it has to have no unique smell, taste, or odor. So therefore, there is. So anyway, it's a very interesting one that it. Better than Smirnoff, at least. How do you know? It doesn't. I'll so send I drink it. To you. it. Ah, please. You drink it anyway. It's then it's better. in your head. It's that same Coke Pepsi test. Like most people couldn't tell a 18-year-old, that guy who sold some wine which turned out to be a fake wine. I had one million dollars ki bechi thi. So that's a very interesting one. So those of you who've just been buying the same old shit. Pretending it's new, get ready. Uh, this year, we're going to be doing the same thing. Uh, also, the other recommendation I have is a documentary called um, Leaving Neverland. It is bloody mind-blowing. It is about Michael Jackson's uh, child sexual abuse and the two victims, and they recount the entire story. It is difficult to watch. You're, you know, you, you just get the shivers. It's, it's very, very disturbing. And one of those children okay. was seven years old. Where did you see it? I need to watch uh, this one. I yeah. actually was sent a link by Rajshri Sen. She said, I'll only send you legit links. I said, I'm not going to watch it. So I saw it. Two parts. It's two hours, two parts each. And then it? the first part I saw, by the time I reached the second part, they had removed it because it is an illegal link. But it's on HBO. Hopefully it should be out soon. And the third thing was this, I read it this morning. You know, it's not a news of national importance, but once Vardhan had said the banality of crime, but it's, there's some newsworthiness of it. It's by Milind Ghatwai. It's the page one anchor in the Express today, the top 
cop guard uh-huh. father who's docs it's basically this ips officer whose father at least the police say uh, the doctor said died 2 months ago he gave her certificate but he says he's alive he doesn't let anyone come into the room except the family and said he'll revive him huh it's a fascinating report and other than this particular case the son the, the police guy and he's a high police you know a, a very ips level guy i mean and, and a senior ips level guy so they don't even want to get into a confrontation zone so it's it's interesting how uh, you know there is this body inside which the doctors have said is dead it's his father who's 86 and for the past two months he's saying i'm going to revive him and he's not dead he's gone into some mudra of and yeah so that's an interesting report and mm. i just thought it was so on that note thank you so much i leave you with this song which i loved i hope you will be back next week thank you all for writing into us if you have any feedback to give and also uh, our young subscriber who i said you factually incorrect i withdraw you know wherever you have clearly proved that i was factually incorrect but the only thing is that i was um, i i thought that you meant that we were endorsing the caravan piece which we weren't i think a lot of us had many criticisms about it write into us at contact@newslawney.com at in the subject line please write hafta so it doesn't get mixed up by uh, with the other podcast mails if you have any abuse to leave you can leave it on anand vardhan manisha pandey and raman kripal's twitter timeline if anything nice to say you can leave it on my twitter timeline <laughs> on that note please subscribe to news laundry help pay to give newsree thank you panel for your thank wonderful you. insight thank you. see you next week about the bete chup chap kya phinde ka insaf desh kaise hoga saaf inke niyat mein hai taak sirf karte rahenge baat alag shakal wahi jaat vote mile par ye khas firdaya pure saal ha mera bhai ye to noto ki sarkar hai na note se banate apne beto ko ye star hai na kitne bekar kyun ye aapas mein jhankar hai na baaki pura desh dube inki nayi apar hai na achhi vidya chahiye acha khasa माल देना अनल में पानी चाहिए खड़े रेले लाइन में ना जमीन अपनी पर नोट दिखाकर साइन लेना ड्रग्स लाए ये फिर धकेल देंगे क्राइम पे ना अकेला इंसान फिर गाड़ी तेरी चार क्यों घर में है चार फिर रूम्स तेरे आठ क्यों पैसों से नहीं बनते कुदरत से हम खास क्यों तेरी पीढ़ी का सोच वो कैसे लेंगे सास क्यों ओ बोलो आजादी ओ बोलो आजादी All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.